Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. powerful podcast ever created the amish baby machine podcast starring dags and johnny rage the amish baby machine podcast is a powerful american pop culture podcast life is a highway i want to zipper merge all night long <laughs> do you zipper merge you johnny know, rage i don't i'm i'm guilty of that they claim they supposedly they've done research on that the scientists and they say if we would zipper merge, we would never have traffic problems. But nobody wants to zip. Everybody wants to race up to be the first. How, how do you treat people like that? When you've been sitting, hold, when the left lane is closed, you have to get over to the right lane. And it's a process. Finally, you squeeze into that right lane. But there might be a mile yet before. For you, everything's squeezing in, isn't it? Kind of. So I'll forget that <laughs> lack of humor that you just uh, said there. So what do you do? Do you let that person just... Do you hold that? Sometimes I've actually pulled out in front of a person who I feel hasn't deserved rightfully that spot to move in front of me. You know what's funny? I don't have road rage. I'm very content with myself. I think it's because I'm so powerful. A lot of people have road rage because in real life, you know, they're meek and they can't, they have no power. They can't project any power. They leave a a life of quiet desperation. But I'm very powerful. So when I'm behind the wheel, I'm very content. So I'll let people go, come and go. I, I'm in the middle lane. I'm, I'm living easy, baby. Oh, I don't buy it. Nobody doesn't have that. That's that moment where you actually just get uh, infuriated. Um, you are Dag's a liar. I don't buy it for a minute. Look at me. I mean, there's nothing about me that's a lie. Oh. But yeah. I do. I do little. I do sometimes. I do subtle techniques. Like I do the slow down with no brakes. Do you ever do that when someone's riding your ass? What I like to do if somebody's uh, riding me. As, as I like to... Um, oh, I just got a visual there. <laughs> isn't that cool? <laughs> what is that? A, is that a Tyrannosaurus Rex or an elephant? What that's was like, that? That's a combination. <laughs> when will your Kermit Frog voice come in? I'm, I have bets it'll come in about the five-minute mark here. Let's hear it. I just lost half my voice just doing that. <laughs> um, what Ker- I like to do is... When- Ker- Kermit the Frog doing an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kermit. <laughs> um try this if somebody's riding your tail don't hit the brakes but what i like to do is i like to turn the lights on Ooh, good technique yeah because then they think you're hitting the brakes (laughs) so get right i like that i like that slowly back into them when you do it too because i I like the my my way like i said was just to slow down and they just kind of creep up and they're like holy shit yeah have you ever had a person too where you will kind of have that road rage where they might be giving you the finger you give them the finger you're trying to edge each other out. You might think you got the last laugh, and you tear you tear away from them, only to find out that there's a stop sign or a stoplight, and you both end up side by side again. Uh, 
Uh, What's the closest you've been to an actual confrontation? Oh, reach? I've had multiple. I, I, I'll never forget. I was driving down uh, one of our freeways. I can't remember because this was when I was about 20. And we were going back and forth, that cat and mouse game that you play with that person. You think cut you off, so you try to cut them off. Finally, I could take no more, and I'm just looking for something to throw. And I had a whole bunch of change in my ashtray. So I reach into the change, all the pennies. And you know how the pennies and the coin, they get syrupy? Why are coins syrupy when they're in your vehicle automatically? But they're sticky. Anyway, I grabbed them, rolled down my window, and just unleashed about 75 cents worth of pennies, nickels, dimes. And then the guy I could tell was visibly upset. So I waved him. Like, okay, dude, let's next exit. So I got off at the exit. He followed me. And at that point, I'm thinking, oh, shit, what did I do? <laughs> do I keep going? I actually pulled over. He pulled up alongside me, gave me the bird, and then he just, uh, he drove off. So that was, but that's about the worst it's been. I think I threw a pop bottle at him, too. I've had ones where I actually got out of the car. I thought you didn't, weren't affected by road rage. No, people, people it's, they look at me and it's, I don't know if it's just, jealousy or worship but they they're enraged so what happened you get out of the car what happens one was at a gas station the guy gets out of, he's he's in a monster truck and then he gets out and he's like five four <laughs> and he's got like a baseball bat oh and then i get out of the car and then he uh sees the sweetness and like i call this thing the equalizer for guys like you <laughs> Are you serious? That sounds Swear like to- a bad, uh, bad eighties show. A <laughs> bad eighties show, yeah. Where Chuck Norris would be involved, and all of a sudden, Chuck Norris would tell him, "Hey, stay away, buddy." Oh, this is the Equalizer, and all of a sudden, yeah. And then someone called the cops, and some uh, female sheriff showed up, and then I just kind of took off. Is this true story? Yes, absolutely true. And there was another one where apparently we cut someone off, me and my buddy, and this guy pulls out and he gets out a golf club. Ooh. And then I said, what are you going to do with that? You have one swing, and there's two of us. And he's just like, fuck. And he, sticks, he throws it back in the trunk and drives wow. off. I, and I thought my throwing the change at the guy next to me. But actually having these face-to-face with, I mean, that's weapons. So what happened? Let's get back to the guy with the equalizer. What's funny is that back then I actually had Tomahawk cruise missiles installed on the buggy. So did you shoot 59 at this guy or what? I just... Showed him my missiles. I said, hey, you want to see my missile? That reminds me of, who is the Minnesota Viking defensive? <laughs> my, gun, my arms, my are, arms more power, are more powerful for the guns. <laughs> Keith Millard. Yes. Uh, defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings was arrested. And he, was, he must have been just juiced up or something. But he was telling the police, my guns or my arms are more powerful than your guns, you know, as he's walking away in handcuffs. So how powerful see, were that's they? See, another uh, great thing about the 80s, roids. Yeah. I mean, that's when wrestling was at its peak, the WWF. Everyone was all roided out. Like, even uh, like even Hulk Hogan would kind of tongue-in-cheek, I've been hanging and banging, taking my vitamins, taking his vitamins. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. Well, you know what those... The anabolic warrior. Yeah. How did I know this was going to come back to the 80s, this podcast? It's the most powerful podcast ever created based on the 80s. Based on the 80s? Well, we are now in... 2017 how long does it take you whenever we transition into a new year you know how you're writing out a check you're so used to 16 and if somebody says hey what's a date do you still think it's 16 are you fully have you fully accepted now or into 2017 i have by now but that's so weird you talk about checks i mean no one writes checks anymore no i know but i'm just wondering if you probably you probably have your checks 1980 
April 22nd, 1984. That's probably your jacket. Speaking of that, I need a new jean jacket. I heard I heard the acid wash is coming back. I love jean jackets. Nothing wrong with a good jean jacket. Did you have a lot of powerful jean jackets? I remember uh, back in the day when seeing you and your gang, when our gang would, uh, mm-hmm. our gang with uh, Spanky and Little Rascals, but when our two gangs would come together at the Roseville 4 movie theater. Come together. <laughs> Roseville 4. Right now, is, is that even in existence anymore? My word. No, that that's... You know, I miss the, we, we talk about on this powerful podcast, the cinema, the movie experience. Did they ruin, let's take a look at that. Why did we have to supercharge everything in this world? Back when days were much more simpler, you'd go to Roseville 4, you'd have four movies to pick. There was, and, and now they super, look at the movie theaters of today. I mean, megaplexes, multiplexes, uh, these recliners and 13 different shows and the the when you enter these movie theaters, I mean, they're just like these palaces and these show places, and the movie's now twelve bucks. And by the time you pay pay for your popcorn, you're into the fifteen and thirty. Whatever happened to those those days, eighties, Roseville four? Are you pining? Are you reminiscing back to the good old days? Well, I'm not. It carries over not only to that, but if you ever go to the convenience store and you're kind of hungry for a snack. You can't get anything small anymore. Double the size fun chips for two, and you can never buy just one. One is six dollars, but if you buy two, it's three. I mean, true story. And they all—it's funny you said that. Yes, they they upsell you with buy two and get one free. Yeah, exactly. And they wonder why we in America have such a obesity problem. It's, it happens right at the convenience stores. You can never just buy one. Buy one, it's six dollars. Buy two, it's a dollar. I don't understand the method behind it. Or it's that. the car wash thing. You know, it's always the next level. You can get you can get the car wash, but then you get the sweet underbody washing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they upsell you on everything. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. The good old days, did we have that upsell? We just didn't realize it. But it just seems like even when you go to McDonald's and you say number one, it doesn't get more basic than that. Did you want a large on the number one? I didn't even realize. I thought number one meant number one. No, there's levels within number one even. It's, it's just. And if you have too many number ones, you go number two. Good point. I but saw absolutely right though on that the upselling, and that in just the good old days, like going back to you and your gang of punks when you guys would come into the movie theater, you'd have, you'd have your collar popped. I remember because I have powerful memories. Your uh, Levi jean jacket, the collar would be. Oh up yeah, on. you got to roll with the collar up. Back you looked like days. a young Ralph Macchio. Just back like then. I was thinking of Fonz Rally whenever he'd come in, you know. Hey, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Remember, we talked about this before. He never had to fight. All he did was show up. It's a Fonz. Let's scram. <laughs> you know. Do you remember he originally didn't even have a leather jacket? He had yeah, like a powder like, blue yeah, like, what was windbreaker. <laughs> I mean, how is that ever appropriate? Because originally, Ron Howard was supposed to be the star of the show. Turned out Fonzie was more popular than... They both were definitely the two main characters. But they didn't realize what Fonzie was going to morph into to be as popular as he was. And they kind of reinvented him and gave him that, uh, that leather coat. But you're right. What's up with it? It's like a cardigan jacket or something, powder baby blue. Or but I, I miss the Bill Haley and the Comets theme song. One, two, three, yeah. five, four, five, 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 six, seven, eight, eight, rock, rock. We're going to rock. I mean, what song in the world, Rocky be one of them, the theme music from Rocky, takes you to that particular movie but that song what's the thing what's the first thing you think of the the sitcom exactly yeah hyper days 
Oh, man, I'll tell you what. This is how lazy I was. I couldn't even sit during a sitcom. I had to lay. Yeah. Uh, uh, cue the crickets. But I was always, uh, I was just thinking right now, like you said about upselling and everything. Even video games back then. Yeah. If you were good, one quarter yeah. would last you forever. Right. And then we talked where you had to have your stack of quarters. Remember, people try to get in right yes. after you, you know? And, and some guys that were really good, you thought, oh, good, nobody's, I'm no, I've got my quarter there. But then this guy would just roll, and you could never get in on the Phoenix game or the Asteroids or whatever it might be. Which reminds me, on my way here to this barn, one of my biggest pet peeves is when I get gas, and you kind of have to analyze the pumps. For whatever reason, I know I, the gas station was absolutely busy today. Here it is, 11 o'clock on a Saturday. Gas station's packed. When you fill up your tank, if you don't pay at the pump, you go in maybe to use a restroom, buy this supersized candy that we're talking about. Do you pull your vehicle away from the pump so that people can actually use the pump? Or do you just leave it right there? I'm sorry, I leave it right rude. there. Rude. Absolutely rude. You know, this gas station, is abs- there, was a, there was a person who was in a van. It was clear to me they were done pumping their fuel because there was no holes in the gas tank. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. This person never came out. I don't know what's up with that. But I don't like it when you turn the gas pump into a parking spot. shouldn't be. That's, uh, think about that, Dags. Next I, time. Need, I need to think about that. Think about I need it. to be more considerate. You should. I think a lot, but it's usually about myself. Right, and that's why you wouldn't move. I get it. I get, you know. um, but that's why if you pay at the pump, it's not that big of a deal. And as far as the pump, why do we have to go through the whole 50 prompts to get gas? Do you want to? Would you like a car wash? Wired in. Are you a Cubs Reboard member? Yeah. Do you weigh over 200 pounds? Do you want to watch some uh, shitty Tonight Show clip while you pump We also have six candy bars for $3 or buy buy one for seven. I mean, uh, that type of advertising. And the beauty is if you live out in the burbs or you're further out, you don't have to type in your zip code. Why is why do I have to type in my zip code? Well, that's just identifying your credit card. And I, you know, and I move a lot because I'm on the lamb from the law. So right. I have to, you know, I don't know what my zip code now, is. Now, if I'm running from the law, I wouldn't use a lamb. I would use a, a fast racehorse of some kind. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, there's that something, thing was funny. There's so much, I don't care what you say. You're making my editing job difficult here with all your lame uh, uh, jokes. I'm on the lamb. Well, damn it. You're going to get caught, buddy. You better get yourself a fast racehorse. Today is Earth Day. I love it. Day of the Earth. What do we do? Do we just take Earth and... We should celebrate Uranus Day. How do we do that? I don't know. Why don't you bend over and I'll help you figure out a way to celebrate that. Why would you be so disgusting? I'm just talking about the planets and you're bringing up... I don't know. I've just took me to a place. And that, that reminds me of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson Grayson. What's his name? Neil Tyson DeGrasse Jr. High. This guy that all of a sudden says Pluto's not a planet anymore. Oh, no. Pluto is always a planet to me. Is it? I thought it was a dog from Disney, wasn't it? Give or so take. it was so weird with Disney because you had Goofy. Mm-hmm. He was a dog, right? But then he had a dog. Yeah, I was like always, a, I was is, always is, confused on that. Well, it's kind of like Scrappy-Doo and Scooby-Doo. Was Scrappy the son of Scooby, or was that the cousin? Scooby Doo Doo. I thought he was. Is he a nephew? I don't know. Let's look it up right now. Keep talking. I'm going to use this powerful uh, Amish chalk slate here to look. I don't know if anybody else cares as much as we do, but we do care. That's why 
These are burning questions. The flock of Amish cares. And did Scrappy Doo just get in the way more? I mean, didn't he like cause more trouble? He was little and tiny. He had he was kind of like that guy that confronted you, and he said, "This is my equalizer," because he definitely had small man syndrome. Scrappy. Scrappy Doo was badass though. Here, but he always was like they had to rescue him more times than not. You know, so do tell us what you find out All about right, Scrappy. Scrappy What's our Doo. Relationship? He's a fictional. Dog. Really? I don't know if you knew that. I did not he, know that. And do you know what species, what uh, breed of dog? Are they, let me guess, don't tell me. I would say they're not Great Dane. I know that. They are Great Danes. Are they Great Danes? Good guess, yep. Oh, great yeah, Dane. Yeah, Scrappy Doo. He's, he's, yells, that's a great Dane. He says, Lemmy Adam and Puppy Power. <laughs> he is the nephew. Is that what I said? Is that what it is? Yeah, I was right. The you nephew. know everything. Your I wisdom do. is beyond. I know. Thank you. God bless now, you. Now, would I be the Scooby and you're the Scrappy of this podcast? I don't know. I, I I feel like I'm a Fred sometimes. Huh? I have a nice ascot. Well, I think I'm like Scooby because I like the Scooby treats that you feed me when I come to the podcast. I did. What did I... Tr- I, f- I have to feed him. He's like this weird... I'm scra- because I'm Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Scooby-Doo gets his treats. That's why he's... <laughs> was that brilliant? Is there a cartoon that matches up to Scooby and, and Scooby-Dooby-Doo? It was wonderful. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? I always love that. Mr. Henderson. <laughs> and it would have worked if it wasn't for you meddling kids. It would have worked if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Do you know who did the voice of... I was, uh, yeah, we all know. Casey Kasem. Keep your feet out well, of the ground. Who else? Was there any other... Guys. Casey Kasem did a lot of cool voices for Hanna-Barbera back then. Well, he did Scooby. He did uh, Scooby's uh, Shaggy. Oh, he did Shaggy. He didn't do Scooby. Oh, yeah. No, you're, you're right. Yeah, he did Shaggy, not Scooby. Sorry. Did he do Scooby? Thelma and... Daphne. He didn't do Thelma and Daphne. No, I'm just thinking oh. of. Okay. Were you more of a Thelma or a Daphne? Oh, Thelma. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. I had to think for a minute. You know, I always love that when when Daphne would lose her glasses, she'd always be on her knee, hands and knees, feeling like she was absolutely blind. Are there people that are like that? The minute they lose their glasses, or is that just something that Hollywood always does, where they're absolutely completely blind? Or they lose their contact and then step on it, crunch. Yeah. But today is Earth Day. How how are you celebrating Earth Day, Johnny Rage? Um, I haven't thought about it till you brought it up, so I'm gonna have to do. I celebrated by a nice hot cup of coffee, okay, in a styrofoam cup. Ooh, and I just threw it in the sewer. Oh man, that's how you celebrate, right? That's living that's... large. Wow, that's uh, unpatriotic to Earth Day. Bill Nye, the science guy, is uh, he's on some march right now. Did you see that on the internet? On, si- the, on the TVs, bu- bunch of scientists are. Yeah, march. they're they're doing a march. They want to tell people about science. Why do, want- <laughs> why do we have to make everything cool now, like rock the vote and science? Either you like science or you don't. Why do you have to jazz it up? Well, it's like the soccer teams in Minnesota. You know, they have the Minnesota Kicks uh, <laughs> starring, the, you know, the Beach Boys. Just either you like soccer or you don't. Either you're into science or you're not. Why do they always have to make everything cool and fucking science, man? Fucking rock and roll. Wow, why the hate to the science people? If it wasn't for them, we couldn't be doing this podcast. You know why I don't like science? Why? Do tell. Because in the 80s. Why? Weird rem- science? No, you remember I did in, in lab. You I failed had that- science. No. You ate the frog you're supposed no. to dissect. I had that Bunsen burner accident. What happened? I was blinded by science. Oh, boy. Okay. She blinded me by science. Mrs. Yakamoto, you're beautiful. Did you ever have a tendency to want to eat that frog? Remember they had the fat bodies inside of it? Do you remember that? The formaldehyde? Well, you'd, you'd cut into that frog and then those, they looked like french fries almost, those fat bodies, or these individual things. What the hell is that? Those are fat bodies. They can't do that now, right? Because it's uh, 
Why? Offensive no. to frogs. And they, it's it? probably all virtual now. Well, it's probably offensive to French because they don't think all French frogs. I would like, like if I did it now, I would virtually dissect Luigi. Luigi? Yeah. Not Mario, Luigi. Well, you would. Okay. Why? And what happened to Mario? Why? Why He used to be a badass. He was like a union plumber. Uh-huh. And now he's just this little wimpy guy well, that they had floats around. They had to soften him up. They, they need that. to roughen him up again. Maybe they could bring in like... Fonzie to, could there be some kind of crossover? Fonzie Mar- and Mario, <laughs> Carmine Raguso, Carmine Raguso. Oh, he was good. Those are going back seventies. We're not in your eighty era when we talk happy. Days. Are you guys having a good time today? We appreciate everyone that listens to this powerful podcast. Johnny Rage, the ratings are going through the roof on this podcast, and it's because of you guys, the listeners. It's definitely not because of Johnny Rage. Aw. God bless you all. Please, if you haven't done it already, please tell a friend about this powerful show. Please go on iTunes, subscribe, leave a review. Five stars is the best. It's easy to do. Also, write a little something-something that helps us with our ratings and that gets our show out to more people. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Amish Baby Machine at Instagram. We have powerful memes. Johnny Rage, did you see the meme about the people playing uh, volleyball? Yes. Yes. Your uh, um, Top Gun meme? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. If you want to see that powerful meme, please go to Instagram. Also, like us on Facebook, powerful Facebook page. And if you would like to talk to us, we're always on the internets on Twitter, at Amish B Machine, at Amish, the letter B Machine. Please follow us on twitter also hit up our website three dubs amish baby machine.com no spaces no slashes like don't you hate that johnny rage when someone <laughs> comes up with a website but they they have some generic website so they always have to go slash space asterisk no there's only one amish baby machine there's just there, one there's no spaces right the world world renowned amish baby yes yeah we're big in uranus yes You're listening to the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. It's time for a riddle. Are you big into riddles? Facebook is littered with them. Are you a riddle guy? Riddle me this. You know, some of them are cool. Some are just dumb. I don't like to think too much. Well, think about this one. Here's a riddle for you. Think about it. When I am young, I am tall. When I am old and used, I am short. What am I? Gross. What? It sounded dirty. <laughs> well, you're the one that kept bringing up Uranus. You know, it had nothing. It has nothing to do with Uranus, by the way. Why, Uranus. Why? I'm just talking about the planets, the asteroids, and astronomies and As- astrologies. Why do you have to Alchemy? go to the derriere? You're talking about the asteroids. I don't speak French. Why would you say that? Okay. When I am young and new, I am tall. When I am old and used, I am short. What am I? A tree. That's actually a pretty good guess. We have to do that stupid Jeopardy. Do you like Jeopardy? You know who wrote the theme to Jeopardy? Fonzie. Merv Griffin. There's your trivia. Wow. Dun, 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 dun. I love the the powerful timpani drum. I mean, it just throws us us average intelligence people all off. They're answering with the question, and I can't do that at all. I want to hear the question. I'll give you the answer. I, I am not going to give you the question to the answer. 
I don't like that format. Do you like that format? It's a powerful format. So let's do that format with my riddle. What is a tree? I'm going to read it one more time because Aspartame took me on a little tour there. When I am new and young, I am tall. When I am old and used, I am short. What am I? I am a candle. That was a horrible <laughs> I know. I, mean, I thought it'd be funny. Or... It wasn't funny. Did you least. get that off your uh, Bazooka Joe bubblegum? <laughs> you know, no, it's not. It was too bad even to be on Bazooka Joe. You know? You know? You know, I, I tried to go to a movie this week. Um, I go to movies. I enjoy. You're a movie goer. A movie doer. You're a doer. Yeah. A movie eater, too. I love the popcorn. Um, life had come out no more than like three weeks ago. I saw the previews for it. I wanted to see it. It is a movie about uh, astronauts who go to the space station and they discover life. And I don't mean like Martian. Life comes in many forms. This looks like a little amoeba or something. The far out space nuts. Yeah. Powerful. Do you remember that powerful yeah, is show? That, is that what the guy that looked like the skipper from Gilligan's It was Island? basically, <laughs> yes. They were try, trying to recreate <laughs> the magic between Gilligan and the skipper. Skipper! Skipper! Yeah. So these guys are doing the, the maintenance on the spacecraft. They're getting it ready. Uh-huh. And they're putting in the food for the astronauts. Yeah. So they put in breakfast, breakfast. He calls back breakfast, breast, breakfast. Yeah. And he says, lunch, launch. And they accident, oh. accidentally launched oh, themselves. Now they're out, out in outer spaces. Oh, they don't know oh. where they are. Powerful Sid Marty Croft kids how show. <laughs> it reminds me of when the Wizard of Oz, when Dorothy is um, saying goodbye to everybody. And, and um, she's going to use, they figured out that, uh, I don't know how they figured this out, but a, a hot air balloon is going to get her back to Kansas. So they set this all up with the Oz and everything. You know what I'm talking about. And as she's saying her goodbyes and everything else, I think Toto runs away. She's dogs. See, Scrappy-Doo, her dog always caused trouble. Just leave the dogs at home, okay? Remember the balloon starts to lift off, and they don't know how to grab it and bring it back down? <laughs> oh, this, this newfangled technology. <laughs> kind of like the launch, the, you know, what happened in the, the space. Uh, All right. I interrupted your powerful review of the movie. You didn't no, there was no review. Life. Life. I wanted to see it, but it's about... Um, Basically, they're up in the space station, and they discover this life. It's like an amoeba or something like that, and they have it in this controlled environment. And I've only seen previews of it. It looks fairly good. Um, and they put the, the the scientist or astronaut puts his hand into the container just to kind of examine it, and all of a sudden, the thing grabs around his wrist, kind of like a python, and just boy, constricts. Boy, that's never been done before, no, has it's never it? been done. Never been done. But anyway, what I find out is this was just released about three, four weeks ago, and I tried to go to it this weekend. I couldn't find it. I mean, why would there be such a short release on that? Unless it was an epic fail, or I misread the dates or times that I thought it was going to come out. But Alien is coming out. Another Alien is coming out. Uh, that reminds me of Species. That was just on the TV show yesterday. Never saw that one. You never saw Species. I never saw that you one. You need to see it. Really? Because what it does is it incorporates what you're seeing, mm-hmm. aliens with a beautiful, attractive young lady. Oh. See? see? Like that's never been done before. What? What has been done? An alien as a hidden behind a beautiful. Which? Anyway. What is one that comes to mind? What movie? Well, you weren't supposed to actually put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> but there's another uh, powerful one if you want to enjoy a beautiful woman plus the aliens life force. Let me write that down too. Is that a movie coming out, or is that a Netflix deal? It's a powerful '80s 
movie, oh, Life boy. Force. We're still back in the 80s with you. Yeah. yeah. Then I'll show it to you, and you're like, oh, God, I didn't, I'm sorry I missed that one. Yeah. Now, as we're talking about sci-fi, powerful segue alert, The X-Files. Ten new episodes. Wow. On Fox? Yes. You know what they also brought back, too, was uh, 24 Hours. So they are going, they can't 24 think of, or 24 or hours? 24, I'm sorry. But it's, I loved that show. It was always fast paced. And uh, um, I liked the other actor. I haven't watched the new one. Um, but I, I did like the 24. It was one of my favorites. X-Files, not so much. I didn't care for that one. You know why I liked the X-Files? Because it was. You thought it was an X-rated movie? It was just one X, though. Okay. Yeah. You were disappointed. Well, in the eighties and seventies, they, they they did have the X. Yeah. So you thought X, was... X has gone away, and now it's just triple X. Is that what it is? I mean, is there double X movies? Uh there's pants who are double. Yeah, X. I know for you, it's, <laughs> for you, it's quad X. <laughs> is there a quad X? There should be uh, just four X's. We just ran out of X's, but I liked the X Files because they had. A lot of monster shows, and we both enjoy the monsters. I love monsters. So it was basically the guy that started the X Files loved Shack, the Night Stalker. What oh, we were talking love, about. yeah. So you know, that. each week, so if some of those X Files, if you, you rewatch them, they had a lot of cool episodes. Okay. Where they were, they were, they had like this alien theme running through there, but they also had, you know, the, the government stuff, but they also had just shows that were just. You know, standalone shows you could watch, like where they'd have a monster and they'd have to investigate it. Mm-hmm. Great show. Yeah, I never followed along that closely to rate it. I, I would get, I just, I would watch it a couple times. It just never did enough for me. I, I guess I didn't, I should have committed longer to it. Well, now you have your chance. 10 episodes. You should probably bang Are they those bringing out. back 10 episodes or 10 fresh episodes? Fresh. Fresh. Because they already no, did not, one, didn't no, they? No, no, yeah. And I think they got, you know, people, People love, I mean, this this whole podcast, what's, what's it about? Just people love thinking back, nostalgia, they love it. Right. So, you know, they, they're bringing back 10 new episodes. Wow. I'm excited. It should be cool. When are they, When's this going to commence? I don't know. We'll have to find out, but I know it's coming soon. Do you ever notice, like, Fox and some of those off stations, the, the general viewing season is September through May. They always have the, um, the first show, and then they have the finale. I mean, that was always the big thing. Remember when... Uh, um, Dallas was on who shot JR. That was always a lap last episode, but like, um, the walking dead on AMC, they'll do seasons throughout the season. You know, you'll be in like September and they say in the last season finale for the walking dead. And then they go like six weeks and then they start up a whole new season. And they used to do that with, uh, breaking bad. They break from the traditional when, when I'm watching TV, it's, it's standard issued September through May. Isn't that how it should work? And there's always a rewant, reruns, Christmas, you understood that, and maybe in the spring a couple of times. But, but not, now with, with the internets and phones and Netflix, and like Netflix drops the whole show at once, so there's no more seasons anymore. It's kind of like sports when we were talking about sports off-season. Now it's just kind of like on-demand all the time. So I have the article here, scrolling through it here. Of course, it's... Uh, Production on the new X-Files episodes begins this summer with the show returning during the 2017-2018 TV season. So there you have it. Wow. Wow. Interesting. No, I mean, you know, a lot of times I always complain about, ah, they, you know, they don't have any new ideas. But the X-Files is one show where you could keep coming up with new ideas because 
each episode would have a new well, monster. La- last podcast, I talked about Seinfeld. I was never sick of it. And the finale came, and, and we were robbed of the enjoyment of that humor. And I, I, I could, I'd love for them to bring that show back. Seinfeld. Now, in, that, in the last episode, I talked about how I didn't like the last episode, and mm-hmm. you were saying that. But I, I just felt like that it was kind of running out of steam. Did that? Did did? Was there any of that that jumped the shark? Kind of running out of ideas. See, no. If there's any, for me, there was never a moment where they jumped the shark. Uh, I thought it was strong, and they got numbers were good when they left, and that's how they wanted to leave it. They wanted to leave it on top. Did you like it more in the in the beginning? It tried to be normal, and then it got really weird. You know, do you like it when it goes really off the deep end, or do you like it when it was more like a normal sitcom? Did you like like to me the Elaine sub stories? I didn't like like Putty and all that. I would for me, I would have cut that out. See, I like the weirdness. I liked you know George Costanza. Mm-hmm. The, the characters more than like when they tried to do with her was more do you see what I'm saying it was just more mainstream and I like more of the quirky weird stuff like Newman right I mean to me to me I thought Newman and Kramer should have got their own show spinoff didn't they try didn't Kramer try wasn't there a spinoff with him I thought or am I wrong on that you could be right I'm trying to remember but what I'm saying though can you imagine that those two like with their own show. Yeah, because it worked for uh, Frazier. Of all the characters on Cheers, he would have been the last one that I picked for a spinoff. But yet it worked. Frazier had great success as a sitcom. But I would have never chose him at all. But yeah, I can Kramer and uh, even George on his own. Uh, George Kramer. George needs to play off someone. You know, a lot of times when you have... The, the thing is with character actors, you know, you have people like... Some people cannot fill up the, the the screen and they can't it's weird like tv like someone like a david spade you know if he tries to make a movie doesn't work but he's good as a quirky little right. character as a sidekick sidekick yep kind of like how you are here for me here the sidekick i like that yeah yes you're right this will all be edited okay. powerful just think of the opportunity i give you right now just this microphone you should I- be on your hands and knees well, with, it looks like you're guts, with my guts, guts on the floor. The <laughs> <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy. So I don't know, but I think Newman. Hello, so, well, Newman. Hello, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Remember him and I'm, I'm vile, jumping in. Vile weed. Do you remember him in Jurassic Park when he's trying to get out of there and he has all kinds of trouble and he's trying to pull himself out of the rainstorm and he sees this cute little dinosaur. Get the hell out of here, you know, and all of a sudden the thing goes, <laughs> it's pretty yeah, cool. he didn't work as well for me on Third Rock from the Sun. In, you know, did he, you like that whole show? I I never got that. I never. I didn't like that show. You know, it, it, it's something that c- could have been funny. There's parts of it. There, they had talented people in there, but all in all, was no. that an ensemble, as you'd call it? Nah, not really. I mean, there was John Lithgow was probably the only famous person, right? Right. But then that tall, pretty gal who was his wife, daughter, what was she supposed to be? Yeah, they were all different. She was like six foot one. I didn't like the kid, though. What's his name? The one with the long hair. Even now when he makes movies, I still think of him as a kid from the third rock from the sun. I can't think of his name right now. but uh, I, ju- I just didn't, I never, I didn't get that. That one I didn't, didn't work for me. You know, I, I, I like them. Was that a must see TV thing? Did they throw that in the mix? You know, I think it was somewhere in there. Okay. You know, it all, you talk about aspartame, but everything blurs together, but it was definitely NBC. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, that one, I didn't fall for that one. You know, 
But yeah, Seinfeld, Rocky. You could you could roll those endlessly, and Rocky is going to try to because he he had Balboa, then he had the one Creed. I don't think we're done with him, uh, and I hope we're not. I, I mean, stories don't just people's lives don't just stop, do they? We continue on. We want to know what's going to happen with Sylvester Stallone. I don't know. I'm looking for some new ideas, some new movies. Not looking good for the summer. No, absolutely not. I haven't. I mean, I saw Kong, which really got me excited. Uh, obviously, there's going to yeah, be of course, sequel. a remake from. Yeah. But when you sit in the movie theater and see what's coming, uh, a lot of uh, superhero stuff. It's not me. I, I the, my favorite was Deadpool. That'll that'll come out. Uh, is that November? I think. I'll definitely see that. But the Justice League, Batman versus Superman, Spider Man. I'm not. That's not me. I don't. I'm not into those. I'd rather watch the cartoon that we always talk about on Spider Man, the 30 minute cartoon after school you'd come home to. Sure, wonderful. I'm just hoping for a creative renaissance with all this happening in the world. You know, being on the brink of possibly World War Three, President Trump in office. I was hoping, and I'm still hoping for a, a renaissance of ideas of of Johnny rages and people's thoughts, and maybe tapping into the creativity and producing some new stuff. Because we 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 need to get over all the reruns and the remakes and the redos and the reboots. I mean, there's definitely nostalgia, but at the same time, you know, thinking of nostalgia, we think back to like like I said, 1984 of all the movies that came out. So many different, you know, um, Revenge of the Nerds, Ghostbusters, Terminator, Beverly Hills Cop. I mean, can we do that again? Can we get some, like, that's why the 80s music, too, back then, they had so many styles coming together. Yeah, because it, it came from the soundtracks of all those epic movies that you just described there. You Don't forget about Back to the Future, probably one of the best movies. Wasn't 84, but powerful. Maybe maybe we can get some creativity, you know, with all this indie stuff, you know, like the great podcasts where everyone's doing, all the great, you know, the material, the YouTube. I worry a little bit about YouTube, though. It sounds like YouTube is trying to go really mainstream now with their YouTube Red. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be like Netflix, and yeah. they're they're actually squeezing out the people that make the weird shows that don't make any money. Yeah. And that's what I like to watch on YouTube. I like to watch the weird stuff, you know. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, they want to be like the, no, they want to be more like Sling TV. They want to offer program programming for a subscription. No, I think they want to do original like Netflix. They want to, I mean, they're even called YouTube Red. Netflix is Red. I think they want to be produce shows. You know. Yeah. So um, so we'll see. But I like I like YouTube. You know, you like the rawness of it. You know, it's like even like podcasts where it gives a voice to people. See what I like about YouTube? I use YouTube different than you do. Anytime I want to fix something or anytime I want to go on. Oh, absolutely. You go, you go to YouTube. I'm not watching any uh, outlandish. Uh, well, that's not true because some of them are. Uh, YouTube, what helped YouTube? Facebook or did Facebook help YouTube? What, what, I mean, without Facebook, YouTube probably wouldn't be as. No, absolutely not. See, you, you're Facebook centric. I mean, that's all you look at. And then it's you- not true. I also look at Uranus. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Powerful, powerful <laughs> callback comedy. <laughs> no, but I, I'm hey, I'm really uh, flourishing now. I've got an Instagram account. I have uh, you do uh, absolutely. I have Twitter, um, Snapchat. I don't even want to waste the time with that one. You know, um, and you know, five years from now, even a year from now, there's going to be a new one. How long do you think it'll take before 
we all die off and Facebook is going to be like MySpace. What's the lifespan, do you think, of Facebook from this point forward? Well, who knows? I mean, it's gobbling up everything. And it reminds me of the Subway Quiznos thing. Remember when Quiznos subs had the toasted sub? Yeah. And then all of a sudden Subway just got a toaster. And they kind of stepped on Exactly. And that's what yeah. Facebook does. Every time they had, uh, you know, Periscope was the live. Now it's all Facebook live. People don't even know what Periscope yeah, is Yeah, but anymore. here's the deal, though. How many versions of that do we need? I mean, it, it, Facebook is extremely useful. You get your news, post pictures of your family and friends. Why do we need another? But at the same time, it takes over your entire phone and computer. I mean, have you ever noticed when you do a search, you search something, it'll it'll have an ad pop up that something... Oh, absolutely. We're yeah. being followed, yes. Yeah, so, well, not even the paranoia. I'm just saying it becomes so bloated, it takes over your whole computer. Do you remember the years ago when you'd have a computer and it have almost all that spyware on there and malware would just take over? Yeah. I mean, that's why you reach a point where you're saying, why would you want those? Sometimes you just want just to turn some on. You don't want to have to have some huge... Giant, like AOL was like that, where it just wanted to do everything for you, just take over your whole experience. Well, what if I just want to look up how to uh, trans, uh, change the transmission YouTube? That's what I'm saying. And to, instead of YouTube becoming this giant Netflix thing where, whoa, uh, you know, like the prompts we were talking about, you'll have to put in 10 different prompts and tell us where you live and sign in. Why do I always have to sign in? That's annoying as hell, you know. Sign in through Facebook, through Facebook. So they just keep adding that layer of crap. That's what I'm talking about. Sometimes I like the smaller things because they're just indie and they work and there's no extra bullshit tacked on them. Well, that's a rant. That's Is that a rant for the day? about? Uh, so you are not a fan of the Facebook. You never have been. Just admit it. No, I like Facebook. No, you don't. You've but, always railed on Facebook. No, but I'm just telling you it's not the only thing. Can we do a segue here quick? I've been wanting to talk about this. this Powerful has, segue. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I want to re... We're, we're, it kind of does. We're talking about old shows. We're talking about Seinfeld. We talked about Happy Days. How about Brady Bunch? We talked about Scooby-Doo too. So uh, there's an interesting thing about secrets of the Brady Bunch. You know how they always do that on Facebook, speaking of Facebook? And they do that. It's called clickbait. Okay, exactly. Thank you. Um, but this is interesting. Tell me if you heard this. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She seemed to be that perfect daughter on the show, but once the show ended, she admitted to selling herself to fuel her drug habit. 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 McCormick admitted to sleeping with her dealer and said, I did it only a few times and always for the same reason I wanted Coke. She went on to suffer from a five-year-long drug binge. Have you heard this about her? I did, I did not know this. She wanted, a co- she wanted Coke. No Pepsi? No Pepsi. That, no. Was a, that was a huge joke. I just channeled Johnny Rage with a corny joke like that. I like to buy the world you know, I, of Coke. I don't want to hear about people's problems because we all have problems. Yeah. And these vultures and these jackals that write these books and do all this bullshit reporting. Yeah. Just think of all the joy the Brady Bunch has brought you. Oh, we don't I, need to know about Marsha's drug habits. We don't need to know that? We I mean, all I, have problems. No, I don't. I, I really don't. Um, the only problem I have sometimes is you from time but to time. But I still, I'm still upset when they brought in Oliver oh, and Brady Bunch. Is he, was he kind of like the Ted McGinley? Yes, he jumped the shark. He, he was, jumped the shark. He was the Ted McGinley. Yeah, he really was, I think. You know, it's funny. We were talking about the pop culture is how um, Palin, Kid Rock, and Ted Nugent went to the White House. Yes. Yosh! I love it. 
I love it. Uh, the, just the ultimate <laughs> troll. I I just do you think Scott Bale's pissed though? Because he was. Well, yeah, why? Why wasn't Scott Bale <laughs> he in there? Have been there. I mean, he just kind of said oh. no to Scott Bale. Wow, I, I never thought of it like that. Well, Scott I mean, Bale. I was I was sad. I just this the sadness came over me because I was thinking. Scott Bale was in the trenches as well, and he he just got. Unless- but it's it's so cool because it's yeah you expect like if Gary Coleman was alive he'd be there he'd be like standing on the desk. And- well, you know one thing from Scott Bale. Usually their publicist says due to Scott Bale's extensive schedule he couldn't meet with the president. Well, you know that's not the case. What's Scott Bale doing now? You know he's probably at home with the kids waiting for a moment like that. Yeah, and more fake news when they said they had the Patriots over. Remember they had the two pitchers. Yes. Yeah, and it yeah. turns out that was bullshit. Yeah, I don't know why we have to waste. I mean, we, here's the deal. We have all these hot points in the world of ours. Russia now flying co- close to Alaska with their bombers. With their high-tech propeller bombers. <laughs> <laughs> North Korea. Did you see that? Their bombers? Oh, my God. Dude. North Korea. But and here's the deal, yo, though, with this. And we're worried about who shows up from the New England Patriots to the White House. I mean, Why? Why? Why does that matter? And it was so hilarious when uh, when they trolled uh, Hillary Clinton. They posed in front of it. Yeah, I like that. And they had their hats on. Everyone's like, oh, I can't believe how disrespectful they had their hats on. Yeah, big deal, right? I'm looking here through my Facebook with you. Um, are you hip on Netflix? They've got that new uh, program called 13 Reasons. You you familiar with that? The hottest new episode or the hottest uh, 13 Reasons. Are you familiar with what I'm referring to? Go ahead. Tell the fans, the listeners, the flock. Well, I'm trying to. There was something uh, on Facebook. Um, they always say, speaking of which, again, this is aspartame. Bill O'Reilly, we didn't talk about him, but he got released from Fox. Shock you or not? No, it didn't because there was blood in the water. As soon as they smell blood, they go, they go and they go until they can't stop. But you think about Steve Colbert. He built his whole career on that. On what? On Bill O'Reilly, his fictitious Bill O'Reilly character, you know. But he wasn't sued, Steve Colbert. Stephen Colbert. No, but I'm just saying about it's funny how people build their backs. Like he built his whole career on that, and then his show, the Steve Colbert show, was bombing, tanking, and then he started ripping on President Trump. Now his ratings went up. Yeah, Jimmy, not Jimmy Kimmel, but um, the NBC guy. What's his name? Help me here. Don't help me. Let me think about this. Um, he was on uh, Saturday Night Live. I'm jumping again. Did you see him on Saturday Night Live? He played Kirchner, Trump's uh, son-in-law. Did you see... Who are we talking about? Did you figure out what you're talking about? Oh, he was on SNL this past week. The turtle shirt. Did you see that episode? Pretty hilarious. Um, did you see Sean Spicer? Are you talking about Alec Baldwin or who are we talking about? Alec Baldwin was on there too, but the... Nate, late night guy from NBC. Uh, what the hell's his name? Please. Well, I don't know who you're talking about. Jimmy, does, Jimmy Fallon, who? Jimmy Fallon, thank you. I was going to say Jimmy, I want to say Jimmy Killen. Kill, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. But um, Jimmy Fallon was number one at the late night slot. Colbert and Kimmel were distance. However, I think Kimmel's the best by far. But Colbert did exactly what you're saying. He's been ruthless toward trump trump has uh colbert should be sending royalty checks to trump absolutely because he has emerged as number one and it's of course 
Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. I mean, what I was saying is the Colbert Report right after, you know, the Daily Show was based on Bill O'Reilly. So he built up that whole character. Okay. So he, you know, and and now he's, you know, uh, gloating on him being gone. And you're talking about now Steve Colbert is building his whole career off of Donald Trump. Right. As is um, Baldwin, too. I mean, you know, it's funny. You know, we were talking about Alec Baldwin's uh, Donald Trump impersonation. Yeah. You know who one of my favorites is, is Dana Carvey. Have you seen his Donald Trump? It's funny. I don't think I've ever it, seen it's it. It's funny and it's not cruel. See, to me, Alec Baldwin, it's not funny. So even if you, if you would be funny and rip on him, then I would laugh, but it's not funny. Dana Carvey is. You sound just like Trump. It's not it's true. Funny, you know? It's true. Like Dana Carvey does a goofy Donald Trump and it's funny. You know, George, but it's cartoony. It's Alec Baldwin, to me, my powerful opinion, it's not funny. It's not making me laugh. Now, do you think because you're so pro-Trump that you can't open up to the fact that there's some humor in that? Donald, how about Dana Carvey? Hilarious. There's another guy that his name I can't think of. He rips on Donald Trump, but he's hilarious. Yeah. No, it's I actually know I'm not thin-skinned at all. I laugh at everything. Yeah. I just think the Alec Baldwin impersonation is not funny. It has yeah. nothing to do with ripping on him. Yeah. Well, SNL, I don't know if you saw it this past week, but uh, of course they attacked Bannon, Kirchner, Trump, um, and then Sean Spicer. McCarthy came out and did him again as the Easter Bunny. <laughs> that is still, that is pretty hilarious. Um, but they also um, did the turtle shirt commercial. You know how they always do those fake commercials, you know? And um, it started off, the special guest was uh, Jimmy Fallon. He was on uh, SNL this past week. But I won't bring it up, but when we're done, I invite you to pull up on YouTube the turtle shirt from SNL commercial. Fairly, fairly entertaining. Oh, we can talk about it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, what it is is when you say something stupid and you want to like crawl in a hole, this shirt does it for you. <laughs> Your head kind of just inserts inside the the this uh, shirt, and it's called the turtleback shirt. Aren't I turtly enough for the turtle club? Turtle, turtle. And that uh, was pretty entertaining. But then, of course, Alec Baldwin did his Trump and. Uh, he had a pick between Bannon, and they always have Bannon as represented by the Grim Reaper. He had a pick between Bannon and Kirchner because of what's happening in the administration. And then Kirchner was picked, so he put Kirchner at the big desk in the Oval Office, and he said, I'm just going to go over here to my desk. Did you see this or not? I don't know if you did. Yeah, go ahead. Tell oh, the people. Did. Well, no, I'm pretty much to the end of this, though. But it's Alec Baldwin's thing has kind of run its course. It, it seems to be just kind of repetitive. It's I know what you're saying. It's more mean-spirited than it is funny. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with me liking or disliking anything. It's just not funny to me. I, I, I laugh at everything. Usually, typically, the most offensive, inappropriate shit I think is funny. Is that when you look in a mirror? Is that typically? It's very appropriate. <laughs> I'm wearing this cool skull shirt. You That's see it? Evil. Yes. I see that. That's like yeah. Steve Bannon. How yes. represent him. You know? Powerful. That thing even winked at me. Yikes. Like I feel like we're in a Scooby-Dooby-Doo episode, you know? Now, talk about time travel. The record industry, vinyl records, $1 billion. I heard that. We talked about this not that long ago. Now, I was thinking about records, and it's funny because we lived through it. Mm -hmm. 
you didn't play a lot of records. People didn't play records. What did you play when you played music? You played the radio typically, right? Or a cassette. Correct. Yeah. You didn't play vinyl records. Right. And the other thing is too vinyl. When did it when did they start calling it vinyl? We didn't call it vinyls back then. It was records. Right. All well, all of a sudden people started going, Oh, vinyl, vinyl. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, let's face it, what made records was a process to I was a music DJ. And we did use vinyl back then, two turntables, you know. And a microphone. That's where it's at. And a microphone. But what happened with anytime you can make something mobile, like they did with a cassette, remember the initial iPad, iPod was the Sony Walkman. Do you remember those? Of course. That's why records were no longer pop. I mean, you can't take a record player with you. And, and, and you want music. How often you just want to sit and listen to your favorite song. You're usually moving, you're in your vehicle, you're walking, you're exercising. So as soon as Sony Walkman started that revolution with a cassette, which has been improved to MP3 players and so on and so forth, that's what took us away from the records. No, but my point is even back then we didn't play records. You didn't play a lot of records. You listened to the radio primarily is where you got your music. You heard the new music and then you possibly how often let me ask you this how often did you buy an album uh, i didn't buy an album but i never forget buying the theme from rocky and listening to that over and over and over and you had to actually have it the, remember the record player and it was a 45 so i had to make it bigger the whole bigger and you'd take that extension piece the adapter or the, the adapter and that way you could actually play the 45 on there otherwise it was just a thin one for the was it a 75 or what was the bigger rec records? No, we, well, the 33 and a third is your standard album. Okay, the, the, 33, yes. Yeah, the 78s were the old ones that no one uses anymore. Right, but the 45 had the bigger hole in it. Correct. Why? Why did they do that? And then we had to get the adapter in there. Why not just leave the little tiny hole? Then we wouldn't have to go through so much work. But I'll never forget. In my, uh, speaking of vinyl, in my vinyl collection, I do have 45s and also large records that, Spun at 45, but were the size of 33 and a third with the small hole in it. I'll have to show you in the powerful Amish Baby Machine record vault. Oh my gosh. Wow. Colored vinyl, too, was cool. Awesome. Like the red, yellow. Yeah, yeah that was cool when they'd have those colored. Yeah. But anyway, I remember listening to Rocky over and over and over, um, almost warping the thing. So, I mean, that's, yeah, but you're right. I didn't listen to many. Was you and you didn't go buy a lot of people didn't you didn't have money back then to go you know now these people have these oh I have eight hundred pieces in my vinyl collection you didn't well, have you didn't when you were a kid back then you didn't have money and if you did have money you're right you bought the forty five well my family we bought I mean we had the Pablo Cruz album <laughs> the Pablo Cruz we had the Chicago album uh, I'm trying to think of we had the War album um, I'm just trying to go back into my mind and see what we had I mean we we had um, I can't remember. But, I mean, if your sister or brother spent their entire summer saving for that special album, well, you all got to enjoy it. They would pull it out. for. Remember that fresh vinyl, though? There'd be some static buildup on it. There's that little cheesy paper that kind of protected it, and you'd pull it all out. Just a fresh piece. And then you'd read the liner notes, and you'd look at all the pictures. Exactly. It was an experience. It was like a storybook. It would and then you would, if you had like a shitty record player, and back then it was a record player, it wasn't a turntable. Mm -hmm. When did it turn into turntable too? It's like turntables and microphone, uh, vinyl. And when they had, to, they had to sex it up, make it sound yeah, sexy. It was records and a record player. Do you remember those small little ones you'd have as a kid in your bedroom? You know, it was about 12 by 12. 
and uh, highly collectible if you have one. Today. So yeah, that's what I was getting at the the records, and you would play this record over and over until it started grinding down the stylus. Did you see what I did there? I said the stylus. I just went all the needle. Put the needle on the record. When the drum beat goes like this. Put the needle on the record. So look, I'm pointing over there as oh, wow. the fans can see the powerful techniques, techniques turntable. That is powerful. What album's on there, if I might ask? Why don't you go over there and look right now? I'm that would wait. require I'm me actually wait. getting get, up, get and up and moving. Get up and go, get up right, and go look. On. This gonna, is <laughs> this is real. This is real radio. Yeah, real, real oh, podcasting oh right now. Where he's Johnny Rage is getting <laughs> up. He's the the barn is creaking. He's he's okay. He's lifting up the powerful lid on the techniques turntable. Do you need? Oh my goodness. And oh, he's coming back. He Do you has. Know what it is? Do you know what it is? I bet you I know who it is. He's right, coming back. I'm coming back. He's coming back. Hold on a second. <sighs> okay, he he journeyed. Just picture this in your mind. He journeyed at least ten feet to the record player. Oh come on, it had to be eleven. Oh, and the Amish Wolfhound came down. It had to be eleven feet. Dang it! If you you know throughout this whole powerful podcast, you may hear the Amish Wolfhound. I love the he, Amish Wolfhound. He was on high alert the entire show. Okay, tell. Drum, please. No, you're going to guess. I want to see how good your memory is. I would say it is Duran Duran, Seven and the Ragged Tiger. Please, please tell, tell me, me now. Is that it? <laughs> please, please tell me now. Tell me, is that what you do on your own time as you come down here and you're listening to Duran Duran? That's pretty pathetic. I'm not I'm not naked, though, am I? <laughs> I'm naked, so what? Oh, no wonder why you're talking about Uranus it's, it's, and it's, everything. It's, it's, very, it's very primal, very very pagan. You There's have like, a problem, man. You, you, gotta, you have yeah, a problem, dude. <laughs> see, see, if, see if you can guess what. Do I, I got to get up again? No, you're, you're fat. I don't want you, I don't want you stroking uh, out. What, what? Guess what's, what? what's my favorite song on that album? Oh, it's I have no idea. New Moon on Monday. No moon uh, on my own. Oh, no, wasn't that a great song? Yeah, I wish we could crank that up. If I could get up. I never realized how much it sounds like David Bowie, that new moon on Monday, until I just recently listened to it. Now, that one, is that your all-time favorite of Duran Duran? It's getting up there. What do you mean it's getting up there? Is the best song? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like a lot of their songs. You got to like their mainstream stuff that they always just jam down our throat. Hungry Like the Wolf. Hungry Like the Wolf. Dum, 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 dum. I know you like the drums. Well, well that dum, line. Dum, I like dum. I like drumming on your skin. It's so tight. Oh, come on. Please. I mean, come that on. sounds that, dirty. It? It was, that sounds... You're not going to do that to me again. Dirty. You're not going to do that to me. <laughs> Stay away. I liked Rio. Girls on film. Girls on Yeah. Oh, my God. Goodness. Dran Dran. Powerful. I remember seeing that tour, Seven and the Ragged Tiger, freaking open up the stage. The first song is that Please, Please Tell Me Now. You saw them in concert? Yes, multiple oh. times. Where? Where'd you see them? That was at the St. Paul Civic Center, if I oh believe right. Oh, my God, right. the St. Paul Civic Center. If I believe. May rest in peace. Oh, my goodness. And I also saw them outside where they, it was an outdoor concert. Check out this lineup. Blondie, Elvis Costello, Dran Dran. Greg Kinban. Oh my goodness. Where was that? Was that the Minnesota Parade Secret? Stadium? Wow. The Greg Kinban. Horrible. You know, they just had a couple of the songs, you know. Right. Um, Our Life's in Jeopardy and uh I Lost on Jeopardy. <laughs> and then, and uh, yeah, no, is that funny? All you can think of is the weird Al Yankovic. I can't and, even and, think of him. And and, and uh, what was their other song? Um They Don't Write It Like That Anymore. They don't write like that anymore. Dun, 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 dun. Great concert, though. That was Duran Duran. It was probably the first time I saw him. I'm trying to take a quick look. I believe it was the Rio. We have uh, playoff hockey here. 
in this great state of ours. Nothing better than hockey when the weather gets nice. That means you're deep in the playoffs. It's zero zero. Or Minnesota Wild. Are they going? Are they going to go to Game Seven like I predicted? Well, I don't know. They, <laughs> it's so funny because you're like you're like the Wild is dead to me, and then they're like, oh, they're winning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it just gets so sickening. We have the curse of Blair Walsh here. All our our Minnesota Vikings, five and all. We are all ecstatic. We are starved for a championship in this country. How excited! There's like a, a, a extra step in your in your walk on Monday after the Vikings win. We're five and rip. We're going to right the wrongs of this world. And then they absolutely collapse, absolutely positively collapse. And now our wild have a great regular season, which means nothing in, in the NHL. The playoffs truly are a second season. And they go down three rip, win a game up in St. Louis. And now we fight them again here today at two. I don't see any score. Maybe they always say two. You never know if that's Eastern time or not. And it's really like four or something. I don't know. What a powerful episode, Johnny Rage. What, are we done uh, with the wild? Go wild. We are done with this powerful episode. I want to thank everyone that listens to this show. God bless you. Please do us a favor. We have a crowdfunding page, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. Please. Is that relation to New England Patreons? Oh, powerful team. I know they are. Powerful. They People hate Trump. on them, but I love them. Yeah. I wish we had such a powerful team in the great state of Minnesota. Patreon.com, please go there. Please type in Amish Baby Machine in the search engine. You will find our page. Please make a donation to help support our show anywhere from a dollar to a million dollars. We really appreciate it. Please tell all your friends about our powerful podcast. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine podcast. The Amish Baby Machine podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved. <laughs>